Hello, and welcome to this spooky, horrifying episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your eldritch host, Davo. With me, as always, is Kells. How to do? And Neil. Hello. Guys are awfully subdued. We're in the holiday spirit. You know, where's your where's your spookiness? Holiday spirit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got enough for like five people, so that should cover me and Neil, though, right? Halloween's not a real holiday anyway. Are you Ooh. absolutely joking with me right now? Do you get off work? Nope. Is that the only criteria for a holiday for you? It helps. It's not the only, but it helps. It's a good mnemonic, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for this special spooky episode, we have our mistress of the night, Emily. Hello. Emily. Hey, Emily. So what is this spook... Okay. What is this episode going to all be about? Uh, Halloween. Ooh! I mean, It's kind of implied by the intro. It is a little bit, yeah. Well, I could have thrown a a curveball at him, and it could have been about Arbor Day or something. (laughs) Yes, the spookiest of all holidays, Arbor Day. Trees are scary. I'm not sure I want to play anymore. Oh, come on, Neil. Don't don't go home. Come on. It'll be fun, I promise. Mm. Well, tell you what, Neil. (laughs) If it makes you feel any better, I'll let you explain the rules to the people. Okay, then I will explain the rules. Every week we have a topic. Apparently today's topic is Halloween. There are six categories, uh, four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points, and there may be a few bonus points thrown in here and there for good measure. And then there will be a final question where we can wager some or all of our points and figure out how that one works when we get to it outstanding Neil we couldn't do it without you not even a little bit that warms the cockles mm. of my heart Emily are you ready to, to... <laughs> are you ready to get us started sure thing all right so the first category in the Halloween extravaganza is general knowledge Ooh. are you guys ready for the first question <laughs> yes <laughs> killing me with it. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ready but Neil. <laughs> I'm I'm ready in, in spirit. I may not even be ready. I'm, so I'm used to sitting around. Neil's got that laser steely focus. I'm used to waiting around for them to stop laughing about stuff so we can continue on with the job at hand. Okay, question number one. What vegetable was originally traditionally carved rather than a pumpkin. So before pumpkins were discovered, what did they use to carve? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I got mm. Yeah, I'm locked in. Okay. Uh, Neil? I am going to throw something out there and say turnip because they're kind of round like a pumpkin okay Kells uh, I was thinking along the same line so I said reddish 
Tells do you have any idea what size a radish is? Well, no one said anything about how big they were. How spooktacular would a radish jack-o'-lantern be? Have you seen one before? Uh, no. Okay, well, how about we take some of that, that judgment out of your tone? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. And replace it with your answer. Oh, yeah, answer. Uh, well, I stuck with the the squash family because pumpkins are a member of the squash family. And I went with the acorn squash. Okay. Mm. Well, in this case, uh, Neil is correct. It was a turnip. What? When, mm. when the New World was discovered and people started colonizing the Americas, they found pumpkins and they were much softer and larger and easier to carve. And so they just, the turnips just kind of went by the wayside. So why did they carve them in the first place? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I would expect it probably has something to do with uh, fending off evil spirits or Ooh. something like that. <laughs> I'm wondering Tell if... Tell me, Dave. <laughs> I'm wondering if the relative flavor difference in turnips and pumpkins had to do with it. Because pumpkins really don't taste like much, and turnips are gross. Well, I don't think they eat them. Yeah, they were just carving them. Well, you know, they may have decided that pumpkins are only worth carving, not eating, because they're kind of gross. Yeah. Well, they're harder to deal with. Look, I know I have a point. Do you? Ooh, question two. (laughs) Let's just move on. Question two. What does the word Halloween mean etymologically? I got this. Locked in. I'm locked in. I am also locked in. All right. Devo? All Hallows' Eve. Okay. Kels? I also went with All Hallows' Eve. And Neil? That's answer, Kels. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's go for three. I said All Hallows' Eve. Okay. Uh, You're all kind of right and kind of not right. The word Halloween actually means hallowed or holy evening. Hallowed is another word for saint. And it's it was begun as a way to refer to the evening before All Hallows Day, which is also known as All Saints Day. So All Hallows <laughs> Eve is a term that was used prior to Halloween, but it's not actually the root meaning. Well, see, I I am going to advocate that since it's basically syntax, it's hallowed evening, hallows eve. I think we were half right. Uh, Either way, you're going to either all get the points or all not get the points. So it's not going to change the score variance at all. (laughs) I'm going to stand up for my fellow Laidlers and say we were all partially correct. What do you say, guys? And what does it mean? It means uh, hallowed or holy evening. Mm. I don't know, man. I feel like we might need this this pity credit later. What? <laughs> and to use it so early in the game, like, what if we really need this down the road, like category four? Uh, you make a point. Or struck. Yeah. 
I say we let this one, let this one be what it is, and, and we go on. Neil, you okay with that? Yeah, that makes sense. Because I know how Emily is. And there's there's going to be there's going to be harder questions down the road. <laughs> you know, you you're know. okay. I remove I hereby withdraw my petition, but my I got my eye on you, Emily. Question 3. Historically in Celtic speaking countries, holidays on and around October 31st were held in celebration of what? Um um I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? Well, I wrote down the dead, but I feel like history has shown that I'm probably wrong about this one, too. Okay. Have faith. Uh, Devo? <laughs> Sam Hain forever! Okay. <laughs> Neil? I was thinking that it was a some kind of harvest festival, which I think is called Samhain. That's my answer. Okay. Forever. I don't think he included forever. <laughs> no. Okay, so the I did, I did not. the correct answer is the holidays were in celebration of the end of harvest and the beginning of winter. Samhain is actually one of the holidays that celebrates those two things. So that would be included in the holidays on and around part rather than what they were celebrating. Uh, well, I said, I said harvest and as part of my answer. You did say harvest and part of your answer. So is that a word? Mm. Does that, does that entitle me to any, uh, any, any freebies? Uh, we'll say you get two points for it. I will take those pity points on Kels. <laughs> Well, I guess that's that's how you want to live, man. Who am I to tell you? Two points for at least including one of the six words listed on the answer. (laughs) 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 All right. I'll take it. (laughs) Question number four. Of course you will. Who wouldn't? Yeah. No, no. Don't (laughs) give me more points. (laughs) Question number four. What is the fear of Halloween called? I'm locked in. Got this one in the bag. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Kells, you sounded pretty confident there. I was all a sham. I wrote down phantophobia. Okay. Devo? Halloweenophobia. Neil? I said spookophobia. Well, the correct psychological term for the fear of Halloween is Samhainophobia. Oh, come on. Uh, (laughs) Forever. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Man. All right. That is the end of category one. How are we doing, Neil? We are doing awesome, Lee. Devo and Kells are tied (laughs) for second place. Oh. How's that for putting the positive spin on it? You're tied for second with with zero points. I like that. Yeah, I like it. You're, you're a regular <laughs> merry-go-round. And thanks to a little charity, I have twelve points. Always happy to see you shine. Don't worry, we're gonna turn up at the next round. We have to. 
turnip. Not necessarily. Come on. Mm. Faith. That hurts. Category two is movies. Questions about movies? See, that's my jam. All right. Question number one. Within one, how many movies have been released in the Halloween movie franchise? And for bonus points, you can give me the year of release for the first movie. I am locked Mm. in confidently. Uh, mm. Mrs. Neal, a tremendous horror fan, like loves it to death. No pun intended. She, she is, and I have watched many, 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 many movies in the horror genre with her, including probably most of the Halloween series. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. Okay, I'm I'm locked in. I'm I'm locked in too. Alrighty, Neil. Including the two Rob Zombie movies and the one that was just released earlier this month, there have been mm-hmm. I think eleven, and the original was I think in nineteen seventy-eight. Okay, Kels. Um, I, I I blanked on the Rob Zombie ones. Uh, I I wrote nine. Okay. Hopefully, Neil is just wrong, and the year. Of the first, the first movie's release was 1978, I believe. Okay, and Devo. Well, I'm I'm really confident that the new one that just released last week came out in celebration of the 40th anniversary, which would be 1978. And I also wrote nine because even though I love White Zombie and Rob Zombie, musically speaking, I completely forgot he directed not one but two Halloween movies. I thought he only did one. So, uh, Neil is correct. There were 11 Halloween movies in the franchise, including the one that was released on October 18th of this year. 11 exactly. 11 exactly. Oh my God. And you all got the bonus. It was released in 1978. (laughs) Hey, we're on the board. I like being on, I'll take a free throw. Question number two. In this 1944 film, Cary Grant plays Mortimer Brewster, who marries on Halloween Day and then is swept into a series of misadventures while trying to prepare for his honeymoon. Name that movie. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. I'm locked in. Mm, Huh? That's intimidating. All right, I wrote something down. I'm locked in. So the cheese stands alone. Um, all right. I'm locked in. All right. Neil? So here's a story. My... <laughs> okay. It could be rich. My, my mom and dad used to do a lot of uh, local little theater. And one of the plays they did kind of reminds me of the story line that, that you listed there. And um, if I remember correctly, the play was Arsenic and Old Lace. Kells? Uh, um, I had no idea. And I think Cary Grant was in Notorious. I know nothing about this movie, so I just basically wrote something down. Okay. And Devo? 
I wrote Brewster's Millions because I'm a ding dong. <laughs> Brewster's Millions. Yeah, well, there's been a number of Brewster's Millions. There have been. Oh, was, was Carrie Grant in one? No. I hope so. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh my god. And it is hilarious. It is a very, very good movie. I highly recommend it. It's on the AFI list for comedies. I'm almost positive. Yeah. Well, I feel like boycotting it now just because of this question. You would like it. All right. Question number three. In Hocus Pocus, what are the Sanderson sisters' first names? What? There are three sisters, three names. You will get five points per name. Uh okay I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. Dave's whining. Uh, Kells, you locked in pretty quick. Um, uh, well, I believe there was a Sarah, there was a Mary, and I'm not sure the third one. So I just wrote down Willa Lucy. <laughs> All right then, <laughs> Davo. <laughs> Eloise, Gertrude, and Vivian, because they sound like witches' names. Apologies to any Eloises, Gertrudes, or Vivians listening to the show. Uh, Neil? I made up, well, I didn't make up three names, but I just picked three names, more or less at random, and went with Mary, Sally, and Mildred. Okay. Mildred's a good witch name, too. Yeah, it is. So, uh, Kelvin gets 10 points. Oh! And Neil gets five. Oh, come on. None for me. Sorry. (laughs) The three sisters' names are Winifred Sanderson, who is played by Bette Midler, Mary Sanderson, who is played by Kathy Najimy, and Sarah Sanderson, who is played by Sarah Jessica Parker. You know, that that is a pet peeve, not just because I totally bombed that question, but if you're an actor (laughs) and you're playing a role where your first name is the first name of your character, that's lame. Okay, lame. Well, the name of the character may have been written before it was cast. Yeah. After you cast Sarah Jessica Parker, change it to Gertrude so I can get five Okay. All about you, David. Dern tootin'. I'm not doing well. <laughs> Question number four. Mel Brooks did not make a cameo in what movie at the request of the actor playing the main character who said it would, quote, ruin the illusion? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Oh, I think I got it. I'm locked in. All right. Neil? Uh, so I think this is a Mel Brooks movie and I don't think he is in it. Uh, and it fits the theme. I went with young Frankenstein. Okay. Davo. Well, the only two movies that I know of that Mel Brooks did that fit the theme were Dracula dead and loving it, but he's in that. And young Frankenstein. Kells. I also went with Young Frankenstein. And it is a trifecta of correct answers. The answer is 
Young Frankenstein. Mm. Little trivia nugget for you. He still managed to make it into the film, kind of. He did off-camera appearances as a howling wolf, a shrieking cat, and Frederick's grandfather. All right, that is the end of category two. What are our new scores? Our new scores are much better than they were last time. Well, mine is anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Davo has 15, Kells has 25, and Neil has 52. Third category is monsters. Ooh, I like monsters. <laughs> Question one in monsters. What is the study of the paranormal? You mean what's it called? What is the word for the study of the paranormal? I'm locked in. Uh, I'm locked in. No, I'm locked in. Um... I wrote down parapsychology. Okay. Uh, Neil? I said parapsychology. And Devo? Parapsychology. All right. Two questions in a row. You guys have all three gotten the answer correct. Uh, the study of the paranormal is called parapsychology. Question number two. Mary Shelley wrote... Frankenstein in 1816 while staying on Lake Geneva, Switzerland with her husband, Percy Shelley, stepsister, Claire Claremont, and what famous poet? <laughs> I am locked in. I am locked oh. in as well. Oh, uh, even worse. Um, Two swift responses. Yeah. Um, uh, what the hey? I have no idea. So I'm just going to write somebody down. And I'm locked in. Alrighty. Neil? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't write down Barack. Because I, I think it was before his yeah, time. No. That was an accidental cadence, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Been practicing a little too often. Yeah, it just seeps into your everyday life. Um, so I know this. Partly because my wife has what she claims is a first edition of this gentleman's poetry. And the gentleman in question is Lord Byron. Okay. Devo? I also went with Lord Byron. All right. And Kells? Well, I did not write Lord Byron. I went with Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Uh, Lord Byron is the correct answer. Got a little trivia nugget on this one. Uh, the trip was made due to Mary Shelley's stepsister Claire's unplanned pregnancy with Lord Byron. The trip was prior to Shelley's marriage to her husband, Percy Shelley, because he was still married to his first wife, Harriet. And it is rumored that Percy Shelley and Claire Claremont were also lovers. Holy moly. So his his soon-to-be wife's yep. stepsister and him were getting it on. That's the rumor. Well, good for them. Glad they're getting out there and enjoying each other. Apparently. <laughs> Lake Geneva is beautiful. Beautiful Lake Geneva. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving on from the free love. Question number three. Which of the following is not historically a method to prevent or destroy a vampire? A. Tie a silk cord around the hands and feet at burial. B. Place bits of steel in the mouth, over the eyes, and over the ears at burial. C. Place a lemon in the mouth of the corpse. Or D. Pour boiling water over the grave of the suspected vampire. I'm <laughs> locked in. Hmm. I'm locked in. Well, I got a shot. I'm locked right. in also. Neil? I have no idea, but it seems to me like lemons might be kind of scarce in that area of the world. So I went with the lemon option. Plus, that's option C. Okay. Devo? <laughs> well, it seems like the first three options deal with actually stopping the vampire from doing something. Like, we're going to stop, plug up his mouth or tie his hands or something like that. So those all seem very practical to me. What good is it going to do with pouring boiling water on a grave? So I say D. Okay. And Kells? Uh, I just took a wild shot in the dark, and I went with uh, A, tying a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Uh. <laughs> Or hands and feet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tying a silk cord around the hands and feet at burial. Is yes, yes, that, that. As long as it's silk. <laughs> the correct answer is A. That's one I just made up on my own. Oh, no. I know. Well, you're good. That that sounded legit. Thank you. The other three, the bits of steel in the mouth, eyes, and ears, is a Romani superstition. The lemon in the mouth of a corpse uh, originated in Germany, and the boiling water is from Bulgaria. Those Bulgarians don't know how to stop a vampire. Apparently not. <laughs> What's the boiling water going to do? Question number four. Probably, Probably hurt. Question number four. Events such as the Salem witch trials are well known and well documented, but people during this time also experienced trials accusing people of being what other well-known monster? Um, locked in. Really? I mean, there are only so many monsters. Just gotta pick something and go with it. I'm locked in also. Okay. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. Kells? I just went out on a limb and said a werewolf. Okay. Neil? I also went with the werewolf. Okay. And Devo? I feel a lot better. We're either going to rise or fall together. <laughs> I, I went with the werewolf. Werewolf? Their wolf. Well, in this particular case, you are all going to rise together because werewolf is the Yay. correct answer okay that is the end of round three our scores at the half devo has 45 points kells has 55 points and neil has 82 points okay 
See, you guys are getting points. That's well, while so it's bad. still anybody's game, yeah. It's, while it's still anybody's game, I'd like to, I'd like to mention something equally spooky, which is our Twitter account. Talk to us at Ladle Brain, which is how we receive a lot of our ideas for topics. I mean, that is what Emily did. She talked to me and said, "Hey, I'd like to do this," and then we said, "Sure," and here we are today. So hit us up on the Twitter or the Facebook or the email, Kells at BrainLadle.com, Neil at BrainLadle.com, or Devo at BrainLadle.com. And while you're hitting us up, if you have a, a few ducats you'd like to throw our way, we have a lovely Patreon page with dynamic rewards and, and spooky prizes, which will help us make the kind of content you know and love. Thanks. I know Twitter scares me. It's a it's a nuclear bomb in the hands of a chimp. But <laughs> category number four is music. Ooh, Halloween music. <laughs> wow, that is never going to get old, Eva. <laughs> oh wait, yes it will. No, I love it. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one: Young Frankenstein inspired what song written after the band saw the film while taking a break from recording? I considered giving the band on this one, but I'm concerned that that would make it too obvious. Oh, please give the band. The band is Aerosmith. So Aerosmith was recording. They took a break, went and saw young Frankenstein, came back, wrote this song. I'm locked in with an answer. I also have an answer. Oh, what the hell? I'm locked in. I legitimately think you guys are going to kick yourselves after this one if you don't get it. <laughs> I think I'll be all right. Davo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said dream on. Okay. Neil? So I narrowed it down to two. Um... I thought about Dream On, but I think Dream On probably came out before this movie. I narrowed it down to two. One was Dude Looks Like a Lady, but that really probably doesn't fit. Uh, another one that could fit, based on the way that Frankenstein's monster walks, is Walk This Way. And which one did you use? <laughs> walk This Way. Okay. Kells? Okay. So I know, like... Off the top of my head, like three Aerosmith mm -hmm. songs. They've all been addressed so far. Oh, I just thought of another. Was it Sweet Emotion? Yes. Sweet. Okay. Well, I went with Walk This Way because I was just thinking about the video with Run DMC. So shout out to Hip Hop and Walk This Way. The correct answer is Walk This Way. <laughs> you know, I rejected that one because I, I listened a little too deeply into the lyrics of Walk This Way. And I, oh God. See, there's the kicking. <laughs> there's the kick. Right in, it was good. Right in my own blade. All right. <laughs> All right, question two. Within 500, what is the largest number of people to do the thriller zombie dance routine simultaneously? 
according to the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Uh, let's go in reverse order this time, Kells. Uh, sticking with hip hop and one one half of my favorite uh, group. I went with 3,000. Okay. Neil. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. I picked a nice round number and said 10,000. Okay. And Devo? 5,000. The largest number of people to do the thriller zombie dance routine simultaneously was 13,597. What in the where? In Mexico City, Mexico, <laughs> on August 29th, 2009. Question number three. Who originally released the song Monster Mash? Oh, come on. Oh, I know this. You can have two bonus points for the year it was released. Okay, I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with an answer. Okay, Kels? <laughs> All right, I had no clue. Uh, so I went with uh, Herman and the Monsters. <laughs> And I believe they recorded that, that hit track in 1963. Okay. Neil? I know that it's a guy. It's not like a band, I don't think. And the only word, the only name that keeps popping into my head, and I know it's not right, is Pickens. Um, and I guess 1960. Okay. Devo? I also had no idea, so I said the crickets, and I guessed 1957. Okay. Well, the original release of the song was by Bobby Pickett. Pickett. Oh. Oh. So if you kind of squish David and and Neil's answers together, Pickett and Pickett. <laughs> And it was released in 1962. Oh, come on. You were very close, Kels. <laughs> come on. Well, this is, a, this is uh. abysmal. <laughs> you want to try for question four? See if you can make it a little better? Yes, please. Okay, question four. At what intersection does Madam Ruth have a pad on in love potion number nine. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Um, I'm locked in. Okay, we'll start with Neil. <laughs> I thought maybe it rhymes with nine. And I was thinking of an intersection that rhymed with nine and ended up with Hollywood and Vine. Okay. Devo? That is exactly what I wrote down, Neil. Thank you for making it sound better. I wrote down Hollywood and Vine. Okay. And Kells? I said Maine and Sixth. I had no idea where they were. Okay. Well, it never gives a city or anything. It's just an intersection. Uh, ah. So I'm going to say that Neil and Devo get five points because it is 34th and Vine. And they did get Vine. I will take it. Thank you. All right, at the end of round four, Devo has 50 points. Kells has 65 points, and Neil has 97 points. 
anybody's, anybody's game. game. I think the very last category you guys are all going to like, but that would be a switch. Right now we're in category five, which is food. <laughs> food. I'm good with food. Food. We do all eat food. All right. Question number one in food. There is an Irish Halloween tradition to serve a dish with small prizes hidden within it, such as rings, thimbles, and six pennies. What is this dish? I'm writing down words. I am done writing down words. I'm locked in also. I did the same thing. I'm locked in. Okay. Devo, what are your words? King cake. Okay. <laughs> words, aren't they? Kells? <laughs> they are words. I went with sweet potato pie. All right. Mm. And Neil? My first thought was like a stew, like an Irish stew, but I thought that would be a little bit dangerous to put stuff in. And then, <laughs> yes. like Devo, I know there's traditions of putting things in other kinds of cake. So I just went with the less specific cake well that's a good try but the correct answer is coal cannon coal i've heard cannon. that word a couple times i wonder what it was uh it's basically a skillet of cabbage kale or mashed potatoes with cream <clears throat> butter and spices and pennies and pennies <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delightful I have no idea. <laughs> Question number two. What traditional Halloween treat lost popularity due to an urban legend involving sharp objects such as pins and razor blades? Locked in. Locked in. Halloween treats are more delicious than buttery cabbage with money in it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were putting that stuff in like all the candy. They wanted you to go through all your candy. I know it was a specific. There's piece. something specific. There is a specific treat that has almost completely stopped being given as a Halloween treat to trick or treaters and such because of that urban legend. Well, I hope it was circus peanuts. Those are gross. <laughs> is that going to be your answer then? I mean, I can't think of anything else. So. I'm locked in. So we'll start with Neil. I, I'm hoping that it's significant that you said treat and not candy, because I think the answer is apples. Can you be more specific? Um, if I have to be more specific, then I guess I would say candied apples. Devo? Well, I, I, I felt really good about my answer until you asked Neil to be more specific with his better answer. <sighs> <laughs> I wrote down a treat that I, I actually really enjoy, but they don't. And you used to make them homemade and hand them out to the kiddos on the on the block. I said popcorn balls. Okay. And Kells? I'm rolling with circus peanuts. Okay. Um, Get them off the streets. Well, the correct answer is caramel apples, but I think candied apples is valid. I do too. Yeah. You would. Once we give him more for Basically, apples uh, covered in some sort of sweet coating. And people got those for Halloween. Yeah. Not anymore. 
Well, for all the hysteria surrounding this urban legend, there are actually only maybe three or four documented cases of somebody putting something in a kid's candy. Almost every other case of something foreign being introduced into candy is candy that the family themselves gave the kids. So they're trying to poison their own kids? Yep. Ooh. Question number three. What drink, also a popular beverage during other winter holidays, often includes spices such as cinnamon, nutmeg, fennel, cloves, or cardamom? Um, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in too. Okay. Devo? Hot apple cider. Ooh. Hills? <laughs> I also went with hot apple cider. Okay. Neil? I, I have to be honest and say I didn't specify hot apple cider, but I did say <laughs> apple cider. Okay. Well, the answer Don't is mold wine. I knew you were going to say mold wine. I knew. Oh. oh. Then why didn't you answer mold wine? Because it's not the 1500s. What the, what the hell is mold I've wine? I've had mold wine within the last 10 years. So have I. And it came in a package that said ye old mold wine. Mine did not. It came from a cart <laughs> in the middle of a street in Germany. Oh, aren't you fancy? Ooh. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Mold one. Yes. Okay. You wrap the spices in a little, a little sachet, a little bit of cheesecloth, and you dip it in your wine, and you heat it up slowly, and it tastes really, really good. Question number four. Within three, in what decade was candy corn first introduced? Within three decades. So we have third. Within three decades. I'm done. I'm locked in. Also locked in. I'll lock in. Also. Okay. <laughs> Devo? I said the 1890s. Okay. Kels? Strange. I also said 1890. Really? And Neil? Yeah. I said the 1910s. Okay. The correct decade is the 1880s. Yes! So everybody. The range was 1850 to 1910. So yes, everybody. Little nugget on candy corn. I'll take it. Uh, The original name for candy corn was chicken feed. Oh, I would. That's cool. That makes more sense than um, candy corn. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. Would you buy chicken feed? I would. I don't. I don't buy candy corn, so it'd be in the same you boat. You don't buy candy saying. corn. It's, it's a, no, I, I it's don't a very buy candy polarizing corn. candy. Some people, it really is. Some people really hate it, and other people really like it. And then there's people like me that will eat it if it's lying around, but can't remember the last time I bought any. Yeah, I'm right there in that boat. Okay, that's the last question in our food category. Thank goodness. So how are our scores? Our scores are looking great. It is anybody's game. Devo has 60, Kells has 75, (laughs) and Neil has 117. Thanks to Caramel Apples. Thanks to Caramel Apples. (laughs) 
All right. Our final category for the for the day, evening, whatever time it is where you are, is fun. This is not going to be good for me. Question number one. <laughs> what popular Halloween activity was brought to Britain by the invading Romans? Go with your gut. I'm going with my gut. Locked in. Locked in. I have no idea, but I am locked in. Okay. Devo? Trick-or-treating. Okay. Neil? I said tricking or treating. Kells? <laughs> A twick or tweet. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all got it wrong. Mm. The correct answer is bobbing for apples. <sighs> Little nugget on that. <laughs> Uh, it was thought to have originated from a Roman harvest festival held in honor of Pomona, goddess of fruit trees. Okay, question number two. Trick-or-treating has been known by other names in the past, such as guising or souling. What did people ask for when they went souling? It is a specific food item. I'm locked in. I punt. Yeah, I'm locked in. Really? Oh. Yeah. Not even just going to pick a food? Nope. Like oranges. Or just say something. No, I'm punting. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so we have a punt from Devo. What do you got, Neil? So I, I have this vague recollection of... Um, I went with this, the soul thing, and I have this vague recollection of something called like a soul cake. Um, I really don't know what it is exactly, but I said cake. Okay. Kells? <laughs> I just said peanut brittle. It sounded <laughs> old. Alrighty. So uh, I've noticed <laughs> from listening to this show that uh, pretty much any time Neil says, I have a vague recollection, <laughs> it means I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is soul cakes. Sure. A small round mm. cake baked to commemorate the dead or to serve as alms for children and the poor. Good job, Neil. Thanks, Dave. That seemed really sincere. It was. That was a good get. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Halloween party games called Pass the Orange Pumpkin Balloon Whatever involve teams racing to pass an item along the line without using what? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Neil? I've played games like that where you have to pass things without using your hands. Oh, I said hands. Kells? I said sense of direction. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hands. <laughs> I went with hands. You were all correct. It is hands. Question number four. In Hollywood, California, from 12 a.m. on October 31st until 12 p.m. on November 1st, the use, sale, Possession or distribution of what item is prohibited? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Neil? I'm confident this is wrong because I'm pretty sure it's banned all year round. I went with fireworks. Kells? Um, I was thinking more Dahlia-related, and I just said like a knife. Devo? I also went with fireworks. The answer is... Silly string. 
What you can be fined a thousand dollars just for holding a can of silly string on Halloween in Hollywood. Am I missing something about what silly string can do? Uh, Maybe it's just costing it can a lot. Be highly flammable, or it used to be. Yeah, a lot of things are. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they don't want people, uh, you know, tricking with that. I don't know. What do you do? Maybe they just had a silly um, string epidemic and decided to put a stop for it to it. I mean, I guess that's the last one. That's it. Regulation time is over. You guys want to know what oh. the final scores are? Or the, I guess the yes. penultimate yeah, score. Why not? Devo, seventy points. Kells. 85 points. Neil, 137 points. Are you guys ready for the final question? Ready for the final topic so we can put our wagers in. The final topic is candy. I'm locked in with my wager. I am also locked in with my wager. I am also locked in with my wager. Okay. Your final question in the Halloween extravaganza. It is name seven of the ten most popular Halloween candies according to Forbes magazine. Forbes has a lot of time on their hands. Apparently so. <laughs> we gotta name ten and if we get seven of them right, we, we earn our points. I am locked in, done, ready to rock. I'm not I'm locked in too. Uh, okay. I've got nine. The top ten most popular Halloween candies, according to Forbes magazine. Number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Got it. Got it. Number two, Snickers. Got it. Got it. Number three, Twix. Got it. Got it. Got it. Number four, Kit Kat. Get it. Got it. Number five, M&M's. Got it. Got it. Got it. Number six, Nerds. No. What? I thought about it and didn't put it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't put it down. Number seven, Butterfinger. No. Stupid butterfinger. Don't got it. Don't got it. Number eight. Sour Patch Kids. Oh my gosh. No. Gotta get these last two. Number nine. Skittles. Got it. Number ten. Hershey Bar. Got it. Got it. Don't got it. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was not a nice <sighs> sound, Kels. <laughs> so mean. The satisfaction you just took in him not getting all, <laughs> all seven. Oh, no. I'm just really happy about me getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really. Interestingly, uh, the black and orange wrapped peanut butter chew things are apparently so hated 
that they were on the <laughs> least favorite candies list twice. Once under peanut butter chews and once under Mary Jane's. So what are our final scores? Devo and Neil got seven and Kells. No, sorry. Kells and Neil got seven and Devo didn't. Is that right? Yeah, I got six. Okay, so how much did you wager, Devo? What do you think I wagered? I'm guessing you wagered 70. <laughs> That's a very good guess, Neil. That's why you win these games a lot. So that gives you a grand total <laughs> of zero. Now, here's the thing. I suspect that Kells also wagered mm. the full amount that he could, which would be 85. Is that, is that a correct assumption? You're very close. Uh, I didn't want to be left, you know, just naked out there with no points. Like I'll, I'll wager 80. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any names. But um, I went with 84. What good is that one point going to do you? He would have beaten you. I'd have more than zero. <laughs> uh, so that gives Kells that gives Kells one sixty nine, and Neil did not feel confident in his ability to know candies and bet zero ending up with 135. So Kells wins again. So congratulations, Kells. You have yes. dominated the Halloween extravaganza. I wouldn't say dominated. I, I struggled throughout most of the game, but I do feel good at about the, the victory. If at the Thank end you. you're in first place, you dominated. Just stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I've, I've lost a number of games by uh, misbetting and, and losing the final question. I think we might need to consider changing the format of that because it makes me lose sometimes. <laughs> and that's a reasonable <laughs> reason to change. Can I get a, can I get any buy-in? Uh, can I get any buy-in to that idea? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll sleep. <laughs> I'll sleep on it because it's you. Neil. All right. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for at least pretending to get this. I'm, I'm salty. I've had zero points two weeks in a row. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter at LadleBrain. Or at our website, brainladletrivia.com. Or at the Facebook page we've got set up for suggestions and fun stuff. Or email us directly with questions or topics you'd like us to address or anything like that. Um, if you'd like to be extra special Hall of Famers, throw a few ducats our way at the Patreon page. Which will help us make quality content like this and much more. Be like Susan L. Support us with your ducats of love. Uh, this is a spooky episode. So from all of us here at the good old Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, I am Davo with Kells. If you kill him, he won't learn nothing. Neil? It was a graveyard smash. <laughs> and our wonderful wonderful special guest host emily thanks for having me it was a hoot <laughs> signing off the preceding podcast was presented by brain ladle production all rights reserved Ooh.